In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. You need to lead your family in this. And what we've done every year is before the meal, I just sit the whole family down. I say, I want you to give one thing you're thankful for. And you could even say, hey, what is one thing you thank God for? It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. I'm Jim Ramos. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm here with Dale Culver. And guys, hey, uh, we are so thankful for you guys. Uh... Honestly, we've had a great year of ministry. Uh, a lot of ministries have really struggled. Uh, we've thrived, unbelievably so. Yeah. Uh, almost every other day, probably, we're getting reports. We call them hero stories for men and wives about how these men are being changed, and uh, things are good. What is your perspective of ministry in 2020, Dale? Well, like like you just said, for us, God has had a, his hand upon us in uh, miraculous ways, and it has... I'm really in awe just sitting back and seeing what he's doing. And yeah. like you say, getting those hero stories, I mean, they're moving. Those are the bread and butter, man. We live to get those stories. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, if you, we really don't share those too much on the equipping episodes, but if you tune into an interview format, we love to share those. And, guys, keep those coming. Every time you send one in, we basically use 100% of them. We love to yeah. use them, and we'll send you some, some swag. And uh, we are just so thankful for you guys. <clears throat> Honestly, the year's been... Humbling. We I've been doing this now for eight years. You've been with me in this ministry for what six? Yeah, has it been that long? Six, five, or six? And uh, you know, uh, it's humbling to see what God is doing. We're extremely thankful, and we're pushing this out uh, the week before Thanksgiving because we just want to say thank you to you guys. We are a donor-supported ministry, so the books that we write, we're able to we give a lot away. Uh, We do a lot of things with guys. Uh, We're right now translating a book that I'm releasing in January, Strong Men, Dangerous Times. We're translating that into the Hindi language. We're going to offer that as a free download to every man in India who wants it, and we're going to do that forever. We just And we can do that because we got great guys and gals out there that support this ministry. We're super thankful. So we just want to spend this episode uh, to help you guys lead your family in thankfulness during this season. This is a year, COVID, 2020 has been an interesting year. And it, some of you who are listening to this are hanging on a thread. Some of you who are listening to this are unemployed. 
some of you who are listening to this, including Dale here, you've got kids in school, and it's you know Dale's working a full time job and trying to get Noah, you know, his schooling and doing that online, and that's kind of a nightmare. Sammy Farmer, our executive assistant, is nine months pregnant and has two <laughs> kids. She's trying to balance with this COVID thing. You know, this is a tough time. It'd be very easy to look back and say, "Hey, this has been a year from hell," but as a man, your responsibility is to lead your family into tr- deeper trust in Jesus and deeper thankfulness for the good things he has brought into our lives. And this is really, really important. And so, you know, I just, I made a little list. I've seen this list. I think it's pretty funny. I want to put things into perspective. In 2000, if you remember this, Dale, Y2K was going to kill us all. Mm-hmm. In 2001, anthrax was going to kill us all. <laughs> In 2002, West Nile virus mm-hmm. was going to kill us all. In 2003, see if you can guess. Zika. SARS, SARS was going to kill us all. In 2005, bird flu was going to kill us all. In 2006, E. coli was going to kill us all. In 2008, of course, the financial collapse was going to kill us all. 2009? Was that the Zika? Swine flu Come was going to kill us all. <laughs> 2012? The Mayan calendar was ended, and oh, we were yeah. all going to die. Remember yeah. that? The, oh. There's actually a movie came out in 2012. 2013, North Korea was going to kill us all in World War III. In 2014, Ebola virus is going to kill us all. In 2015, remember ISIS was going to kill us all. In 2016, I have no idea. Zika, dork. <laughs> Jeez. I didn't want to cry. You did that on again. purpose. Anyway, and in 2020, coronavirus is going to kill us all. So all I'm saying is, I, 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 I do know this. The number one cause of death among men today is heart failure. <laughs> you know, we're all going to die, right? Death is looming. And so we we don't have to fear death. Fear is looming, right? And so when I think of 2020, I think of these things. I think of the COVID-19 outbreak. You know, my son and I were speaking at an Iron Sharpens Iron event in Burlington, Vermont. It was a wonder, one of my most enjoyable events ever. And that was in February. And by March, we flew to Minnesota to speak, and they shut us down. We had to fly back. It just shut down that fast. You know, we've had a, I've noticed, Dale, more than ever in 2020, a massive bipolarization of America and civil unrest. We really are a divided nation. Uh, I've seen, we've seen race riots. And in Portland, uh, we've, I, honestly, I, I'm embarrassed to be an Oregonian with the race riots going on in Portland. You know, that the media yeah. gives 100 people all this publicity. It's just a joke. But, but the race riots, which a lot of these race riots were held by, you know, 25 year old white kids who are raised in suburban America. You know, it's just kind of funny. Yeah. But uh, these race riots, how about the fires in Oregon? Our state bur- almost burned down. I, I remember going hunting in Oregon. We drove out to Eastern Oregon for an elk hunt, and I couldn't even see the sky. It was completely, completely gray with fire and smoke. And how about educating our children this year? They're not going to be the smartest. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the, how about the economic crisis? We have a good friend of ours, David Faxon. He owns two gyms here in town, and they're both shut down again. You yeah. know, it's it's like this is really killing our businesses. And then what about the presidential election? We still have a president that will not concede to the other, to the to the president elect, and so we've just got this overall uh, malcontent in this country, and it's really easy to point a finger. It's really easy to blame. It's really easy to not be thankful. But like, I'll just tell you, for me, I'm thankful more than ever. In the Men in the Arena account, we we've been an organization for eight years. We have more money in our account than we've ever had before. And now I know as a nonprofit organization, 
We're supposed to be doom and gloom and poor us. But right now we have more money than we've had ever in our account. And that's because of our financial supporters. We had a banquet this year that we had to go 100% online. We thought it was going to be disastrous. It was the best banquet we've had yet mm-hmm. as far as money raised. So as far as money, we're doing better than ever. As far as ministry, we're, we're moving on to our next project, which is getting guys all around the world involved in men and arena teams. So we're working on that. Uh, this year, I finally got a book agent, first time ever. We're really excited about that. Uh, I, our, we were invited as an organization. I represent the organization to sit on the NCMM Board of Directors. We're the only organization on the Board of Directors this side of the Mississippi River. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment yeah. for this ministry. My marriage is doing really good. Uh, my, I love my kids. They're great. My granddaughter's great. I mean, our health. You know, I've got some kidney stuff going on, right? But but life is good. Yeah, life is is good. I am just so thankful. My son Darby got engaged. You know, uh, I'm just things are. James has a real strong uh, girl in his life that we just adore. Uh, Colton is a senior at Linfield University. He'll be a four year starter in football. You know, life is good. You know, I've got I've got I'm blessed. My life is blessed. How about you? When you think of 2020, what are some things you're thankful for? Yeah, I just look around at my house and like where we came from and uh, our life and just go, man, God has blessed us. We got three, well, no, we adopted one more, so <laughs> I got to remember, we have four healthy kids, you know, and uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And we, I, honestly, I look around at the furniture in my house, the TV in my house. TV, I, uh, TV, yeah, TV. I, I, Come yeah. on, now be honest. We have an office TV and a bedroom TV. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, you have a bathroom TV. I well, mean, shower no. TV. I think that's Jeez. the kids' iPhone <laughs> taking a bath and watching stuff. But no, we're so stinking blessed uh, beyond belief. Even the my, if the minute stuff was gone, you know, you'd you would feel it. We need to thank, give thanks for all that stuff. Yes, so. yes. No, that's good. So guys, the reason we're taking some time today is because your job at Thanksgiving, you need to lead your family in this. And what we've done every year, Dale, is during the meal or before the meal, I just sit the whole family down. I say, I want you to give one thing you're thankful for. And and you could even say, hey, what is one thing you thank God for? What is one thing about the person to your right that you're thankful for? Just lead your family in thankfulness. You know, realize when the pilgrims came over and had the first Thanksgiving, they had nothing. They had left everything. I had a relative, George Hume. He was in the Jacobite Rebellion in Scotland. They lost to England. He gets thrown in jail for two years. They realize jail's not good enough. They're going to ship him on a prison boat to the colonies. Okay, this is in the late 1700s. On the way to the colonies, the captain of the ship is friends with Martha Washington. He lands in the colonies. She says, you're going to go learn how to be a surveyor. He goes to surveying college, becomes a licensed surveyor, and he actually taught George Washington, our first president of the United States, how to survey. Wow. Out, but these guys had nothing coming over. He was a prisoner. So we have so much to be thankful for. I, when I sat on my toilet this morning, <laughs> I flushed it. Wow. I mean, that was awesome. I have lights hanging around my house. I've got a heated house. I mean, we have so much to be thankful for. So guys, we want to encourage you, man. Your job, Thanksgiving, is to lead your family in thankfulness. So Dale, uh, I'm thankful for you, man. I'm thankful for um, 
you know, we've been together since 2003, all every year except for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, probably three years when you took on that youth pastor job, and then you moved to Eastern Oregon and became a you became a gold miner. But you've been with me for 15 years. Uh, could not do this without you. You are the I am the jawbone. You are the backbone. And so thankful for you and Heather and the kids. And so um, I'll just hand this over to you and let you drive yeah. us home. Yeah, I want to thank you for my Christmas bonus of a 45 caliber Shh. pistol. Oh. That was a while ago. <laughs> You're still trying to milk it for a single shot 22, but it ain't going to happen. No, no, no. I'm good. Hey, guys, we want you to head on over to minintherena.org and get your free copy of the field guide and leave us a positive review for our podcast uh, in whatever app you're using. And if that you can't figure out how to do that, send us an email at info at minintherena.org. We want to celebrate what God is doing in your life. Yep. And so until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor, hear the deafening roar of the crowd, taste the sweetness of victory, smell the stench of battle, get in the game, get dirty, grind it out, and be a thankful man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.